0: back up please.
1: Hello and welcome to Indica's episode number 151. I'm your host Aditya and along with me I have Abhishek.
0: Hello everyone it's uh, 8 20 in the morning and I think this is the first time in a long time that we are recording on a morning.
1: You've been gone for a couple of weeks. You know, we had to record with um, Akhilesh. Akhilesh had to step up. Yes. lot
0: Lots has happened. Diwali came and went.
1: A lot has happened in India as well. So we got a, a, a lot of topics to cover here. So let's directly get into it. So Formula One finally came to India. It has been talked about for several years since I was in since we were in college, I remember. the race was finally flagged off in Noida and Sebastian Vettel took the top position on the podium and Mayavati was there. Ben Mayavati was there to present him the trophy.
0: Big event, big event in the in terms of number of people who attended it. Some one fifty thousand people. Oh no, really? I, I got I got a number of ninety five thousand. Yeah, I guess it was full capacity and yeah, one fifty thousand is what I read. But yeah, It's bigger than Eden Gardens is what I had read. So it has to be a little more than 1 lakh. It has a capacity of 1 lakh 20,000. On
1: Saturday, there were 55,000 people for the qualifiers and 95,000 fans, 79% of the maximum attended Sunday's race day is what I got from
0: Hindu. What I got from one of my friends who is pretty old, he's 50, but he's very much into sports. This is what I got from him. When everybody was talking about Formula 1 the next day, this guy comes up to me and says in the office that. कितना uh, दिन Then I said, sir. He said, Oh man, all this fuss for one and a half hours of burning fuel, but that's exactly what it is. Because it's ironic that there are teams like Honda, which they no longer compete in this sport. So again, big big question whether it's a sport which is well, first of all whether it's a sport or not in India, and whether it's viable to keep doing this year after year. But still a good success only because there were no casualties or nothing that embarrassed you as an Indian when you read you know in terms of event management when you read the newspapers apart from a straight out entering the 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 practice zone everything went pretty smooth
1: (laughs) and they did a good job of managing the media itself I believe first of all they didn't allow the media to enter until the day before the race so there was nothing bad that could have been written about them so uh, JP Sports who you know the company that has the f1 license in india spent 200 million bucks building this buddh international circuit in noida it's over 875 acres okay so it's a big big place and then they gave another 200 or they had to pay another 200 million on their formula one license fee that there are several countries that are actually backing off now so south korea which just who inaugurated its circuit last year is now right. trying to renegotiate its formula one contract china australia are already amongst those who have bought at the outlay singapore is yet to sign a new contract france and turkey have been both dropped off from the formula one calendar basically what it's being said is that okay first time took liya. ab how are you going to sustain it and what experts are saying that formula one is a loss making proposition
0: there are some other statistics too which say, like according to asok cham i don't know how it's pronounced but according to this research agency it says that formula 1 could generate revenues up to 90000 crores in 10 years around 200 to 400 million dollars is what an event makes like the one that happened in malaysia in in 2008 221 million dollars so 221 million right and the prices
1: are only going to increase. So 221 yeah. to 21 million is what they actually made on that race.
0: You could say that in, in crash maths, maybe. Yeah. So what JP is saying is they are a real estate company.
1: They are saying that they have this 800, 875 acre ka land. Now they are creating JP sports city, where they are also going to sell apartments and golf course membership and all those things. Money for this circuit is actually going to come from there. And not from the race. President actually of this uh, sports city says that uh, it's it's a known fact that F1 doesn't make money.
0: <laughs> See, Delhi is one lucky. No, all right, not lucky. But of course, they backed this deal. Because this deal was floating around the Formula 1 circuit deal. From '97. Calcutta wanted to host it. Andhra Pradesh then walked in. Then Mumbai came in with a counter bid. Then finally, it's happening in Delhi. So in terms of development around Delhi... Again, some 18 hotels are being built, some 165-kilometer uh, road is being rebuilt, that is the Yamuna Expressway, which will cut the travel time to Agra by two hours. So, And this is after the Commonwealth Games, which happened barely a year ago. As a side effect and a nice intended consequence, Delhi is becoming one of the beautiful roads and all of that, that we haven't seen in places like Mumbai, one of those cities. Yeah,
1: I mean, absolutely. Delhi, first of all, has the advantage of being the capital plus. It is not constrained for space, right? It can go, grow on all the four sides, unlike Bombay or unlike Calcutta. Also, anyway, so let's see. I mean, let's see. It was it was a good first attempt. Everybody raved about the track. It is good, up and down, kafi hai. It is the second fastest track on the F1 calendar as well. And so, let's see what happens.
0: Jason Button said something interesting. He said, I have, "When when we were welcomed in India, I have never seen so many smiling pe- people before." It's like just too many people with uh, with garlands and with uh, kungku at uh-huh. the airport and all of that. He said this was a very interesting experience. Yeah, um,
1: and you know, I got this feeling as though all the drivers wanted the Indian Grand Prix to be successful because. Everyone just had good thing to say. So this was this happened on Sunday, but something very untowardly happened on Kabi Saturday, the day before the race actually took place, and this time it was in Delhi. So the proud things that you were talking about Delhi didn't really matter. In the case of Metallica, Metallica show had to be cancelled in Delhi, which is pretty pitiful. They went on to perform at Bangalore. So what happened
0: at Delhi, Abhishek? At least the news agencies are saying technical difficulties is what caused the disruption and they could not go ahead with the event. But the technical difficulty was that Metallica was not apparently happy with a barricade that separated them from the crowd. The first row rather. The barricade wasn't strong enough probably. and, And then Metallica said, we give you a day if you can fix that and uh, that that couldn't happen so they had they just cancelled yes. the the trip i don't know how true this is again but uh, whatever the reasons it's it's shameful that on what on the 11th hour if a live performance has to be called off because of a technical difficulty that you could not foresee it's not rocket science it's simple event management then it's it and of course you take money from the people and then it's organized by sponsors there's so much money involved and you can't get it right and you see have you do you recall seeing michael jackson's event in mumbai that had happened in about mumbai. in 96 or something we were in school in, and yeah and, in andheri sports uh, complex yes andheri sports complex i mean the toilets were uh, let's not get there, but we haven't improved then from 1996.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Metallica's website, to your point, Metallica's website says show has been was canceled due to safety concerns. Uh-huh. Um. Then the organizers of uh, the event, that is a management at DNA Entertainment, they are saying their official quote is that unruly fans had vandalized and destroyed a lot of stage equipments which meant that it wasn't possible to fix it and get permission for a new show within 24 hours. The four officials at DNA got arrested under Section 406, Breach of Trust, and Charsobi's cheating of the IPC. Since then, they have been released on bail and um, a refund ka procedure has been announced. So those who booked online will get a direct uh, transfer into their account. The, the guys who have booked the tickets through retail outlets, the customers need to surrender the physical tickets, Along with a printout of the booking ID number is what they are saying and collect their cash refund. But in in this case now Karol Bagh me to a ticket mil jayenge. So if now DNA networks has sold thirty thousand, I'm pretty sure they'll get at least a one lakh redemption millega. Yeah. But in Bangalore everything went off
0: smooth, is it? The the show went off, but many people chose to bring in bags. And some of them had iPods and iPhones and you know, laptops in them, and of course you couldn't carry them inside for security reasons. And the organizers didn't have any booth to deposit those bags, so they ended up being in a stadium, in in a place which was out in the open without security or just one security guard. Lots of rain, so by the time it all ended, there was a lot of slush. People had already stolen a lot of equipment like laptops. You know,
1: all these things could have been done away with with a simple line printed on the ticket saying that please do
0: not bring any cameras. We don't read. That's the problem, unfortunately. There is a grouse on Facebook that somebody has pasted uh, and he had, he had been to the event and I think he lost some of what he had brought in and it ha- already has about 2,000 shares. But on the other hand, I was wondering, why do you want to take all this to a, to a concert? No, exactly. I mean, I understand a
1: camera and a cell phone and a wallet. Beyond that, I don't, I don't know why people get all these heavy equipment along with it.
0: The, the second April, the the World Cup match that I was lucky enough to see at 1K Day, uh, the security guards had asked us to, each one of us, imagine the amount of money that they would have collected at the end of the day. Whatever coins you have, you have to <laughs> deposit at the counter and and the counter was nothing. It was just a small tray which was lying next to the bushes and wow. you had to actually throw the coins in and there were coins strewn all around around that thing as well. So it was haphazard, but... The security is so tight, you, you can't be taking stuff inside. It's fine that organizers didn't have any booth because that's not part of job description or jurisdiction. The deal,
1: yeah, the whole yeah. deal. I mean, they, they would require, given the number of people that come in, uh, they would require a warehouse to be set up next to it. Yes. Crowds management is still tough in India. And adding to that, now it was announced that on 31st of October, there will be 7 billion of us screwing up this planet.
0: Yep. And the 7 billionth child has been, I mean, he's already born now. He's in Philippines. The United Nations, they chose the kid from Philippines to be the 7 billionth. That is such That is such a... <laughs> now, the problem is that how would you, how How on earth would you be able to pinpoint who the 7 billionth child was? But yeah. they, and they just said that the first child born on that particular day at midnight, we will treat him or her as the as
1: a 7 billion Chalo, let's make this guy popular so the person is already popular and will be known as a 7 billionth kid and Ki moon said that on 31st of october he made this grand statement and said world must come together on this special day in the name of global common good mm-hmm. the world's population when it reached you know the 7 billion mark Again, there are all these other reports also I, that that i read that google suggested me when i you know typed in this particular event Saying that experts say this is a a total gimmick. There is no way all countries when Uh they do their census, they put in an error rate of 5%. No census is perfect. Now 5% error rate throughout the world (laughs) means that it could lead a fluctuation of (laughs) 6 months from 31st of October for us to reach the 7 billion mark.
0: But don't take this away from the world. Let's assume, let's take assume. assume. It's, it's, it's a nice number to have, a good round figure to have. Oh, my God. The the sixth billion baby was born. And now that baby, whenever it was, is like 12 years old. It was from Bosnia. That baby is now the 12 year old is saying that they are, the UN chose us as us. As in there were two kids who were chosen yeah. as the sixth billion. UN chose us and then they largely ignored them. Ignored us is what they are saying.
1: Welcome to the world. Now you realize there are six billion of us.
0: Exactly. You see, the the, the parent of that child said, "We saw Kofi Annan as almost a godfather to my child, and he when he was just two days old. But since then, we haven't heard anything from them.
1: What What do you expect? I mean, come on. What seriously? You expect Kofi Annan to sponsor your entire life?
0: But how can you leave? uh Vladimir Putin out of this. When no, you can't. things like when things like these happen. He said, Boss, Philippines, not possible. Seven billion child was born in Russia. He picked a random child up and said, This is the seven billion child. Please click photos. And so currently <laughs> there, is, there is the Russia's Federal Service for State Statistics. They decided that the seventh billion person would go to this this particular uh oh, really child, child in yeah. Childhood. So
1: I saw another, while, while reading uh, uh, an article in Wall Street Journal, I saw, uh, you know, a newborn child being held up by a doctor with with one foot and somewhere it, the tagline says a hospital in Delhi, a, mat- a maternity clinic in Delhi, this might be the 7th billion kid.
0: So everyone is trying to say why that. Why not, yeah. right? Because look, yeah. probability wise, let's say, let plain probability wise, India and China is a place where the 7th kids should be born in terms of number of people we produce but it was philippines which only has 94.9 million people but Uh. the the other part of the statistic is 10 percent of the girls between 15 and 19 are pregnant there
1: (laughs) (laughs) so they've got a good production system (laughs) yeah they seriously need tv out there
0: entertainment
1: entertainment is what they need but china had to say something when all these things were happening. So China says that the arrival of the 7th billion person on this planet would have taken place 5 years ago without China's one-child policy. So according to Chinese government, the one-child policy that they have has prevented 400 million births.
0: Yeah, let's not get there because of the way they have regulated the reproduction rates.
1: But sensible thing hai na, from one point of view.
0: Sensible cause, but the process again, you know what, there are very scary stories. I know. And yesterday, I was listening to the radio, and an ad said that if you don't, you know those ads? Right, right. right. right? In public so, service. Yeah. In public service. So there are, there are two girls talking. One girl is suggesting the other that if you don't want to go in for an operation, and operation is, is, is left as an open word. And we have to assume that operation would mean the process which will stop your reproductive system to work nasbandi yes so uh, aap operation nahi uh, tum approach operation nahi karana chahti to ye lo ye I, I don't remember the brand name and it's just ye, ye log you have to 10 saal tak chutti aur uske baad aap wapas wapas <laughs> shuru kar sakte hain and it was the pause button this uh, yeah pause button. exactly it's interesting
1: chahiye, i mean you remember i mean actually sanjay gandhi was had taken up this complete nasbandi effort right
0: right and
1: he got killed for it, is what yeah. people say. There are enough conspiracy theories around Sanjay Gandhi's death.
0: Yeah. Oh, we have, from talking about 7 billionth child to talking about Mr. Sanjay Gandhi, who died in a plane crash, I think uh, digressing gives a new meaning. So let's get back. But, okay.
1: Anyways, Sanjay Gandhi had this big yeah. agenda. Okay. He, uh, it was his election agenda. Actually. See, uh, uh, I think I,
0: think I have said this a million times and our listeners would agree with this. Let's Given any chance about to talk about politics, <laughs> this year will go dive headlong. <laughs> this is another example. Especially if it's conspiracy <laughs> types, right? Yeah, and thankfully today, I don't know for whatever good good reason, we don't have any politics here. So let's keep it clean and let's move on to Google uh, going on a hiring spree in Jammu and Kashmir. Not exactly a hiring spree, but Google said, let's let's tap that market and help JNK youths to use our tools uh, so that we'll have some good PR, I guess. Why why do you think Google would
1: have gone to Jammu and Kashmir for good PR for exactly for the reasons that you said so an eight member team is going to Jammu Kashmir in an attempt to quote unquote help local talent become part of surging knowledge economy. What it basically says is that they are going to teach people in Jammu and Kashmir to use. Google products more Google experts will advise YouTube enthusiasts on how to create and market content participants will participate and be encouraged to present business ideas and seek help in taking them forward and all those things so it, it is part of American charities mm-hmm. group which is bringing Google to Jammu and Kashmir to promote, you know, technology, entrepreneurship and all those things. I think the, the major concern that Jammu and Kashmir people have to stay alive and not get killed by a hand grenade. True, but I think this is, this is good. I think, you know, we... This is good, uh, this but is I, I, have a, I have a conspiracy theory about this as well.
0: Go ahead. <laughs> Entertain us.
1: <laughs> no, do you, are you aware of US has a program hai called Peace Corps? Peace? Peace Corps.
0: All right.
1: It is known as Peace Corps or Peace Corps or whatever. Okay. Uh-huh. So ba- basically the idea of Peace Corps is that young people, you apply to go and live in a particular country, a foreign country, and help them through whatever means that you can. So if you're good at carpentry, you help them build some cool equipment, yeah, something like that. If you're good as a mechanic, you mm-hmm. go there and teach the people out there how to, you know, repair cars and all those things. However, there have been many instances where people out there, those people have found to be asked to do reconnaissance work by U.S. agencies. And Kashmir, given the sort of place that it is, you know, now this is only an eight-day program. Yes. I'm not saying that Google will do this, yes. but we don't know who those people in those eight-member team are. Are they really from Google?
0: Aha, uh-huh, the conspiracy theorist. Ah, uh-huh. uh, see, that's where the, leaps. that's
1: where it starts. <laughs> in the morning. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. So this is what happens when you, you know, wake up, brush your teeth and get, get, get to recording delusional ideas because scientifically, but scientifically, no, hang on, hear me out. This, scientifically, this is, this is said, not possible. Sorry, come again. Are you saying that this is not, not possible at I, all? It is possible. Anything is possible just after you wake up because it is said that the best time to think about ideas, if you're working in an ad agency to come up with ideas for a good copy or as a writer, the best time to think is just after you wake up because you're, you're still in a dream state. You're still uh, in a dream state. So it, it it has a few hangovers and then you think without boundaries.
1: Uh, so that is what is happening right now. But I I think... <laughs>
0: Yeah, very, very. Because I'm with you on that. Because it's only been about 15 minutes, you know, before the recording began that I woke up. So I'm there with you in the delusionary world.
1: Dude, you mock my point of views, man.
0: No, my man. Views. I, I would not, for the life of it, imagine that we would be talking about, you know, a possible reconnaissance stuff when Google goes to J&G. As in, I have, to, I have to be doing that. So I'm not uh, mocking. I'm just, you know. That is what is being told that Google is going. Yeah. Ah well. How much ever excited we are to talk about cricket next? It's 8.56 and office is calling so that we don't get fired. So we got to wrap it up is what I suggest.
1: Let's do that. First of all, the elite grade about it, Virata and Ishanth will get 1 crore they have been put in the
0: elite grade. That is one thing that has happened. Before getting to the match fixing, Dhoni was... Uh, awarded an honorary lieutenant colonel title a couple of days back along with Abhinav Bindra as a sports person but on the same day the big news was of course that Salman Butt Mohammed Amir, and uh, Asif all of them have been convicted of match fixing or spot fixing in the Lord's Test match that took place last year where uh, two of them bowled no balls by a big margin on a ball that was fixed as in you could predict the outcome of what the next ball would be and they get they got paid for it and i think two years is what salman Butt the captain uh, has got and on that same day salman Bhatt became a father to his second child so it's, oh my god what a, what a day for you know for his nervous system to be taking these two news at the same time
1: salman Butt should have come out and say this is the seventh billion pp
0: this <laughs> so that everything will be distracted right as in get everything <laughs>
1: distracted. big news since the Hansi chronicie thing where someone actually got convicted yeah uh, there is this uh, other news. Do you want to get into the science award? Okay, go ahead. Yes. Are you sure? You got yeah, time?
0: Yeah, I yeah, yeah. hear
1: a lot of children um, shouting behind you there.
0: Yeah, kids playing down vacation time, right? So, Valley
1: vacation, and yeah. you got to go to the office. So, do you know uh, what Shanti Swaru Bhatnagar award for mathematics
0: is? Nope. I just know one because it's like the Nobel for Mathematicians call the field medal that is awarded once in four years. But that's beside the point. I'm just showing off that I know something about (laughs) math What is (laughs) what is completely avoided my question? (laughs) Yes, that is what experts do. Absolutely, I was going to tell you that I attended a conference yesterday of big names, multi-million dollar company heads, and they had no clue of what they were talking about when the mic was given to them. Holistic. (laughs) yeah synergistic approach and adjacency is what and these were the words that they used. but never mind i'll keep that for the next one go ahead what is shanti swaru Patnagar award
1: it is india's highest math award winning it in a country like india jither hundred percenters also don't get admission into the desired colleges that they want is a big award when someone wins a shanti swaru bhatnagar award for mathematics and uh-huh. this year this award was given to mahan maharaj and if His you're name. thinking about a Maharaj, he actually is a monk from the Ramakrishna mission. And I thought, yeah, solid baat hai. and shame on IITs and all those things. And then I read on further in the story.
0: Uh, <laughs> yes, Is <laughs> he from IIT, my dear friend? Uh,
1: yes, sadly. He, uh, so he cracked IITG, entered IIT Kanpur to study electrical engineering, then he he realized he wasn't enjoying the field.
0: I hoped that you had this conversation with your dad. Where you spoke. to dad is <laughs> from <with> IIT <laughs> Mumbai. And you tell him, boss, there you go, man. And then your dad will say, okay, read the seventh line in the article. This is a problem with kids. This is each <laughs> of <next laughs> lines and reach a conclusion. And it says, I think, IIT Kanpur, yeah.
1: Twitter generation cannot read beyond 140 characters.
0: Exactly. Yeah,
1: so the, he's a 45-year-old guy studied at IIT. Kanpur initially got admitted into electrical engineering, then he figured, ah, I'm not enjoying it, changed to mathematics, then went on to uh, do MSc at uh, UC Berkeley, University of California, Berkeley, wow. came back from the US, renounced the world and became a monk. That's about it that we have uh, for episode number 151. Quick um, notice that the donation drive is still on. We haven't received any donation this this week.
0: You don't. Um, First of all, we don't uh, release podcasts on time. And people would wonder donation jata. Kaha hai? This is like Indian politics. Where does it go? These guys don't even do the shows on time. Donation Daru Karchi hai. Ah to celebrate, yes. So please bah, get... How do you think I'm gonna do But please, we really love them. All your comments as well as donations, it just keeps us going. It's good fun to see that. Now I'm just rambling, man. Let's Exactly. Appear. So
1: let's just shut up. If you have any comment, log on to www.theindikas.com Follow me on Twitter, AC Mahatre and Abhishek Kumar.
0: That's about it. Yes, Facebook, Indigash Podcast Network. So just follow us there. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.